everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It's April 7th. It's 2021. We have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. You guys might know him as Drizzy26. I know him as Dre. What's happening, my friend? What's going on, Stevie? Just, you know, hanging in there, sweating a little bit with some, hopefully, some good baseball lineups and just trying to not think about basketball right now since all the news broke tonight, messed up all my lineups. <laughs> basketball does that to you. Um, you know, especially post all-star break, you get teams, I won't say tanking, but they're tanking. Um, and you know, some teams just trying to rest some of their studs and making sure that they're ready for the playoffs and stuff like that. But, um, it definitely feels like it happens a lot more, um, you know, this time of the year. So, you know, definitely, you know, ready for, you know, the playoffs. I love playoff basketball. I love playoff basketball. Definitely ready. You know, going into a slate, knowing exactly what you're kind of looking for. Oh, exactly. You know, it's the best. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't definitely beat playoff basketball. Um, I, I love especially with the first and second round because it makes it really interesting. Um, on a shorter game, you have to think more so with strategy. So that, that's perfect and up my alley. All right, let's get into this slate. We got nine games. We don't have a ton of totals. We have teams on back-to-backs. We have a ton of injury news. We're going to give you guys the best first look we possibly can, but obviously a lot is going to change on this slate throughout the day, so make sure you guys are paying attention to crunch time and all the premium stuff here at Roto-Grinders. We start with Minnesota at Indy. Um, Beasley's out. Noel is out, and it's a back-to-back for the Pacers who had some guys out um, on Tuesday. Sabonis was out um, dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury and um, Brogdon dealing with a hip injury. He was out. So obviously we'll wait to see whether or not Sabonis and Brogdon play. Um, and I, I think like I read something like um, Miles Turner sprained his foot or something. So probably not going to see Miles Turner um, in this game either. So, Let's start with the Minnesota side of things. Um, anything standing out to you here for the Timberwolves? Uh, it's kind of hard to really have anything stand out, um, especially on DK, what I'm looking at right now. Prices are a little bit um, up on Towns and Edwards, especially Edwards is still priced at a point where um, Russell should be out, but he's back. Um, even though I know he's playing on a limited amount of minutes, um, it's still just kind of hard to um, – to, to kind of roster anybody from this from from this game, um, well from this side of the ball, really honestly, um, but if you do want to take some shots in tournaments, I do like maybe taking shots on um, McDaniel's possibly, um, especially against the Masters against Indy, um, and currently Towns only if and, and this is only if because he's still he's doesn't really get affected by it, by the production or or of D'Angelo Russell being um, back. But um, pretty much I would target him only if mainly like the indie bigs are out in the front because I think this team could still stay close because Minnesota's not still that good of a team. So pretty much it's Towns as a DPP shot and, and maybe McDaniels as a deep tournament flyer on, on FanDuel. I think the guy that I'm the most interested in taking like a, a, a tournament flyer on is D'Angelo Russell. He played 24 minutes after missing almost two months, expecting him to play. Even if he plays like 25 minutes, he put up 19 shot attempts the other night. Like he is, he's going to, he's going to chuck it 
Like there, there's no doubt about it. He's gonna, he's gonna chuck it. So I think D'Angelo Russell is someone that if you want to take shots on in tournaments, I don't hate it. Um, Carl Anthony Towns saw his, his usage go down a little bit the other night with Russell back. If Sabonis is out, if Turner is out, they're really not going to have um, anybody to really guard Carl Anthony Towns. So his upside's there. Uh, the Pacers, it's impossible to talk about this one the night before because it's all going to depend on injury news. Um, if Sabonis is out, if Turner is out, if Brogdon is out, like we're going to see potentially like Jaden or no, it's not Jaden McDaniels. It's um, bits day, right? Bits days would be the guy that would have to play minutes. Um, yeah, but he went, he came back last night to a blue because he was, he got hurt briefly in the game too. Um, today too that was going on from when I was looking at the, um on one of my Twitter notifications I got. Um but if he is playing then yeah I think he, he's gonna have to be in play especially at his price of what three K minimum salary on, on DraftKings. Like this team I think tomorrow will be like obviously you're gonna have to probably lock in Levert but if everyone else is out they're gonna be just the the top team on the on the slate to target for value. Um, assuming that everyone else is going to suit up and play. Yeah, we don't even know what we'd be t- potentially looking at, like Levert. I think Jeremy Lamb would be super interesting. Um, he's really cheap in this spot. Like, he's still really cheap at 3400 As far as center goes, uh, like, <laughs> you might see Chakar Sampson and Bitstays play center. Like, it, it, and, and, like, it's a good matchup against Minnesota, but I don't know who you really trust um, in this one. So, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I got a real quick take. Um, like if if everyone is out to, um, Evan and Summer started today, um, and he's been and I know against his first play around thirty minutes at thirty five hundred. He also I think could be in play, but that is like I said, if everyone's out, but we're not gonna know until tomorrow's news and breaks. Washington at Orlando, no total in this game because the whole team for both sides is questionable. Um, Bradley Bale is questionable. Thomas Bryant is out. Gafford's out. Hatchamore is questionable. Lopez is questionable. On the Orlando side of things, Anthony is questionable. Birch is questionable. Michael Carter-Williams is questionable. Fultz is out. Harris is out. Isaac's out. Porter's out. All right, we got through it. Um, Washington, let's talk about them. What are we looking at here for the Wizards? Well, Rui, I think I thought they said he was out without a timetable to return. Um, I'm not sure. Even you know, I see the Q tag on him now. Maybe that changed. Um, but I kind of don't expect Rui to play. Um, I'm not sure about Bo if he's going to be back or not. But um, if he's out, well, you gotta you gotta play Russell Westbrook even in his matchup against Orlando. Orlando has been playing really hard. That's one thing I can say about them, even without the trade of. Trading pretty much everyone away from the starting from the starting lineup, they play really hard. So Russell Westbrook is someone I think you can definitely play tomorrow. Um, even even like even in the game with Beal being out potentially, um, Denny Abdia he's a good play I would target. And if and if Beal is out, Raul Neto um, comes into play more. And uh, Bertans has he been seeing an uptick in his minutes the last game? He played 24, so he got four more minutes in the first game he had back. So if, I expect maybe about 24 again, maybe 20, 28 minutes maybe. 
So he could be in play too at that price. And, and also uh, uh, Garrison Matthews too. Um, as far as Orlando goes, like you said, they're, they're playing tough. They're playing hard. These young guys are, you know, trying to fight for a position. We really haven't seen like Terrence Ross have massive games as much as we want. I think like, I think this is the game though. I think, you think this, this is, this is the spot. This is yeah, 6,400 and plus with everyone if, against Washington. He's been putting up a lot of shots. I know. And I mean, 18, I mean, Utah 11, but besides the Utah game, 18, um, 21 and against New Orleans, um, then obviously 12 against the Clippers, but 19 against Miami. I think he's going to put up the shots again in this one because he's he, he knows there's no one else that, that's better than him on that team, talent-wise. Wendell Carter Jr., 6K, um, over 40 fantasy points in three straight games. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, a Koki, <laughs> like, I'm a Magic fan, and – I get what they're doing. It's just it's it's really tough um, to watch this in, in general. So, um, anybody else here from the Magic? No, but not besides Terrence Ross, um, which I think could be the game for him, and and Window, and uh, like you said, um, um, Michael Carter Jr. I mean Michael Carter Williams. Sorry, see those are the only two people I would target from Orlando tomorrow at all. Yeah, they could be without a point guard. Look, <laughs> we'll see. Um, moving on, we got New York at um, Boston. It's a back-to-back for Boston. Robinson's out for New York. Um, Fournier was in protocol, so he'll be out um, for a few games for Boston, so don't have to worry about him. Um, any interest here in New York? Um, the elevated price. I mean, this game's going to be competitive. It's going to be a slower game. Probably not. Um if I do, it'll be some one-offs and like with like Randall. Um, that's about it. But his price at nine point nine is a little bit too high on DK. Um, I probably won't be. I probably won't get to it honestly. Yeah, I just like you can play Randall on any slate. Like any slate you want to play Randall, he has a ceiling. But um, I don't know. I just I don't think I can do it. I think like if you want to play Randall on any slate, you can play him. I'm never going to talk you off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Derrick Rose is so tempting at 4,800. I'm not going to do it, but it's tempting. Um, anything here for Boston? Boston, see, that's another team. They're, they're iffy with the way they've been playing lately, but um, Kemba Walker's not going to play tomorrow. So, that with that being said, you can target Marcus Smart. Um, I think tomorrow, Jalen Brown and Tatum. It's just you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Um, even though it's a slower-paced matchup against New York, since they've been playing better defense this year, um, those are those are the three main guys I would target, and maybe throw some Robert Williams in GPPs. Um, but that's that's really it. If anybody, if if like I said, you do, I'm going to Boston because the matchup is not the greatest on the slate. Um, moving on, New Orleans at Brooklyn. It's a back-to-back for New Orleans. Um, we saw Zion return for the Pelicans, um, played 35 minutes, just played his normal amount of minutes. Um, Ingram was out. Um, Alexander Walker is out. Hart was out. Uh, we'll have to kind of see how that all kind of plays out. And then on the Brooklyn side of things, 
Harden's out, Shamit's out, Johnson's out. Let's start with New Orleans. Um, what are we looking at here? Uh, New Orleans. It's if Zion is in, I, I love him tomorrow. Um, even at nine k, um, he he's gonna he can smash that price, especially against Brooklyn, who doesn't really have much of a front court. I don't expect Brandon Ingram to play again, since it seems like. He would have, I think he would have been back already, honestly, so I don't think he's going to play tomorrow. So um, with that being said, Zion, Lonzo, um, Bledsoe, those are like the main guys I would target. Um, I like taking some shots with James Johnson in DPPs. Um, he's – I know he is not starting right – well, he is starting at small forward. Um, if Brandon Ingram's out, which I think he will most, most likely be, James Johnson I think is a good playing DPPs against Brooklyn. He does it all um, as far as getting um, plays defense, gets steals, blocks, assists, and he's played he played what, 26 minutes the last game. Um, he's not going to obviously be shooting a ton like he was before, but he has um, definitely the upside to get the peripheral stats and get a, a nice little double-double um, on DK. Oh, Brooklyn. All right, well, Harden's out, Gares. You know, we still have Kyrie. Um, we still oh, – but- probably have Durant um you think Durant plays normal minutes you don't we don't think they're rushing him back right see that's what I've been trying to figure out since I heard earlier today he was probable um I would assume they would play him his full his regular minutes as he's been out for so long but I don't know how his how they're going to limit him because of conditioning um I, I would expect him to play probably though around like 25 25 maybe yeah about 25 minutes but even if he did play around 25 minutes and Kevin Durant against New Orleans he can still have that upside especially at 9-2 on DK that's that's too cheap for his upside to ceiling yeah if we get news that Durant's not going to play I don't care Kyrie's 10-2 we're playing him um like if 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 Harden and Durant both end up sitting we're potentially looking at Joe Harris, um, LaMarcus Aldridge would potentially be a guy we could look at. Like, this would be a spot we'd be looking at, you know, not just Kyrie, but some other guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, um, yeah, I I would honestly be tempted to probably like, I know it's kind of weird to say, but Blake Griffin in this spot <laughs> um, is very, very weird to say, I know. But 22 minutes, he's been averaging about in um, the past couple of games, you know with them and I think he can he can have an upside matchup and um, upside game in this matchup I think too um because he's gonna they gonna need um a big buy like that out there to guard Zion um and he's one that it pretty much has the same type of body he can keep up with them I think oh good old Blake Griffin Memphis <laughs> at Atlanta uh 229 total in this one Atlanta favored by two both these teams on a back-to-back we have no idea what we're going to be looking at injury wise um I don't think we see John Collins play. Um, I highly doubt like Hunter and these guys play. What are we looking at here for Memphis? Um, since John Morant, he left the game too, right? Uh, um, I believe from what I was looking at too. Um, so I would keep an eye on that too to find out if he plays. It was his back. I don't know if he came back. I know the game was in hand um, that they had when they were playing Miami. But if he is in, which I think – which. I expect him to be. Um, John Moran's an excellent play, phenomenal play against Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. I know they've been playing a little bit of slower play and been playing better defense, but 
he's just he he's a seven point one. He has to have a game at some point where he breaks his slump he's been in. And it's been a long time, I know, but I think this could be the spot too. It, it's it's a perfect match against Trey Young, who doesn't really, like I said, play defense. Jonas Valanciunas, I think he's a great option to us at the center position, um, a seven-two. I um, Kyle Anderson, he's another. Yep. I think he's a phenomenal play tomorrow. Um, can do it all, rebound, move, bring up the ball, get assists, get steals and rebounds and blocks. So I, I love him tomorrow as well. Like Kyle Anderson a lot. I was going to mention him. I like Morant here against Trey Young. Morant's just a guy when he's hot, man, he can break slates. So um, always like John Morant. Uh, good old Atlanta. Good old Atlanta. Um, Handed New Orleans um, a loss on Tuesday. 52 fantasy points for Trey Young. Over 49 in two of his last three. Over 47 in three of his last four. What are we looking at here for Atlanta? Trey Young, he might, um, he might be one of the top, well, one of the top players on the slate. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the highest scoring player on the slate tomorrow. Um, he's just, he's in a phenomenal spot against Memphis. They're not playing that great of defense this year. Um, I, I think he can, he can definitely um, continue the streak and have a good game. I, I like him tomorrow. I like Clint Capella as well. Um, this game is probably one of the better games to target fantasy-wise on the slate, too, um, especially with, with other bodies being out. So Bogdanovich is great, too. Uh, uh, Gallo, Lou Williams, even in tournaments. I, I love both targeting Lou in, to- in tournaments. That's a DPP one-off. Um, and Kevin Herter, uh, it's, he's going he's gonna to run 25 minutes, so he can still pay off the salary, but um, – it's kind of hard at five one. I might want to see that go down a little bit more on DK, but he's still in play. Yeah, like th- this game being the second end of a back to back for both these teams, we could see a little bit faster pace, a little less defense. I- I'm with you. I think this is definitely a game we're we're potentially looking at, and obviously a lot's going to depend on like injury news with like Durant and some of these other guys. But um, indie indie news, and you know we haven't gotten into some of these other games, so. Um, Dallas at Houston, no total ton of guys questionable and stuff. Burke is questionable. Willie Collie Stein's out. Cleaver is questionable. Porzingis is questionable. Reddick is out on the Houston side. XM out, Gordon out, house out, Nwaba out, wall questionable. Um, <laughs> here we go again. Um, all right. If Porzingis doesn't play, it's hard not to like Luca obviously gets a huge uptick in usage when Porzingis is off the floor, already averaging 58 fantasy points in two matchups against this team this season. What are you looking at here for the Mavs? I love Luca. Um, he should be, he's, he's the second person I think has a chance to be a top player on the slate. Um, probably my second, probably my, my second favorite play on the six. I think I would probably go a little bit more balanced depending on how the news breaks in the indie game, but Luca is someone to target. And if Porzingis is out, um, and then then I love playing like um, getting a little bit of a uh, Josh Richardson uh, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, you can even throw a little bit of Dor- uh, Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith in there too. But I can't really see myself going to him too much. I think that's a that's a stretch in GPPs. And also, um, Nick he played Porzingis was out last game. Or yeah, he was out last game, and if he's out, then you can also look at Nikola Melli, 
who played around 32 minutes, I think, when he was out last, if I'm correct. Um, so I think he's someone that you have to um, really keep an eye on, look at at 4K um, against Houston. He can have a good game against them. Nico, um, it's super interesting here because if Keebler sits too, Porzingis, sits, like Willie Colley signs already out, like Melly's going to play 30 minutes against Houston at 4K. So I think that's a fantastic call. Um, we could even see like Boban play minutes if both of those guys sit with Willie Colley signs. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I think I Boban's super interesting too. Yeah, I wouldn't. Ex- I, I I I wouldn't be surprised, and I kind of think Boban might actually see a little bit of run, maybe just to um, offset Christian Wood a little bit if he's gonna. Even though Wood likes to tend to go to the three point line and shoot threes, I think you could see maybe briefly for a little bit. Um, anything here from Houston? I, I think obviously Houston, first of all, really depends on John Wall, right? Like that that's yeah. something you gotta be paying attention to. Yeah, if, if John Wall is out, then I then Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. become um almost borderline must plays in a lineup, I feel. Um it'd be hard to kind of get away from them. Um just based on um the matchup against Dallas, who doesn't really play that even though they've been playing a little bit better defense lately. They still are not one of the better defenses in the league, so um, I love targeting them too. And don't, and I would say also, don't um, sleep on Kelly Olynyk and playing him in tournaments. He can, I know he, he, you know, he started side by side last time with Christian Wood, but he's been playing really, really well with um, with the Houston Rockets since he's came over from Miami. I think he's definitely uh, worth a tournament shot for sure. I don't like um, Olenek as much if Porzingis plays because Porzingis can guard Olenek out on the three-point line. Like Olenek stretches the floor on some of these big guys, but I think if you, you want to play him, go ahead. So, so no, sorry, I was saying you wouldn't think that um, um, Chris. I know it's hard because he's going to be switching, but I think um, Porzingis would mainly be on Christian Wood, wouldn't you think? Maybe like. This is where it gets really tricky with if if Kleber plays too. Um, I think that's where it kind of gets tricky and why we were potentially saying like Boban might play minutes in this game. Like, yeah, you know, true. So. You got a point there. Um, anything else from Houston? Uh, no, that's it. All right, moving on. We got Charlotte at OKC, 214 total. Charlotte favored by four and a half in this game. Lamelo's out. Hayward's out. Monk is out. Um, Baisley out. Dort out. SGA out. Mascala out. Roby out. Whew. Man. <laughs> Must be towards the end of basketball season. Um, What are we looking at here for Charlotte? Uh, uh, it would be the main guys for me. I can't see myself going, going, um, playing anyone else from this team besides like Terry Rozier, uh, Graham, I think, but, but I think Graham's price is a, Graham price is perfect. Terry might be a little bit too expensive um, on on DraftKings at eighty four hundred, even though we know he can have what his upside is. But in this match with OKC, I don't think that price is worth paying um, um, for him. Uh, also, like uh, so, I would use like play more so like Graham, Washington, and uh, Bridges uh, with everyone else being out. Yeah, like, man, there's so much potential here for Charlotte. So much potential. 
if OKC can keep this game close, there's so much potential. I love Grim. Uh, I think he is someone that if this game stays close, which Charlotte games have not been staying close lately, um, but OKC is so bad. And with Hayward out, I think Bridges is someone you could definitely take shots on as well. Um, I don't think I play Cody Martin. There's so many more value plays that I think that are better on this slate. Um, what about OKC? That's a tough one. Uh, it's hard to read OKC, honestly. They're playing a lot of the guys like 20 minutes and they're priced up a little bit. Um, um, maybe Steve McKaylu, um, potentially. Um, even though he's five point five on um on on DK tomorrow, I don't know what he is on Fanduel. I haven't looked at Fanduel yet. Um, but if he's, but I know last time he last time he was cheaper, significantly cheaper on Fanduel. So if he is cheaper on Fanduel, he'll definitely probably be more of a play over there for sure. Um, yeah, he's still thirty eight hundred um on Fanduel. Um, I think he's definitely in play. But uh, Moses Brown is the only other person I could probably see myself getting to, um, just because the matchup. He's I know he's been playing a little bit bad lately, but the matchup he it, it was Charlotte. He should be able to dominate. I don't see why he shouldn't be. He has this kid has a lot of potential and a lot of upside with the rebounding block shots and and putting the ball back in the bucket um, um, of rebound. So he's like probably. What my top play from the team on um, next to be gotta like um gotta like Moses Brown here twenty twenty upside in this game um twenty twenty upside I think Maldon is super interesting for tournaments if you want to throw a shot in the dark he if a close game if a close game he's definitely someone that can put up you know thirty plus um so definitely like him as well. Um, moving on, we got San Antonio at Denver. Uh, no total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Denver. Lyles is out. Murray is questionable. Walker is out. Um, and we'll have to see if anything comes out of Denver. Um, you know, we know that Jamal Murray dealing with a little bit of knee soreness might have just been like sitting on the front end of a back-to-back. Um, let's talk San Antonio. What are we looking at here for the Spurs? Mm. <sighs> I, I, I like DeMar. Um, his price is coming up a little bit more, but if, if Murray's out, he's definitely in play. Um, and I and I like Derek White and Kelvin um, Johnson in this matchup. Um, those are like the main people I would target from this team. But uh, but I, I kind of well, – my favorite play, honestly, might be Kelvin um, Johnson. Um, power forward eligibility, 5.6K against Denver. They play, they've been playing more up-tempo lately. Um I think he just has an, an opportunity to rebound the ball. Uh, and Denver also has been playing um, a little bit. Uh, I think there's still – I think I think Murray's going to sit, though, honestly, personally. I, I think he is. So that's that's what makes me draw my attention more to, like, Kelvin's one less body that they're going to have out there to um, defend. Um, and their defense has been a little bit um, iffy at times, especially – when the last game was watched when they're playing against Orlando, it wasn't, it wasn't good at all. If DeJounte starts, like, do you think Derek white gets a huge bump? Like, I think that's the thing I was trying to, when I, when I looked at this, the stats before Derek white got the biggest bump, I think between him and, and DeMar. Um, but, the but, but it's not really that, that different. Cause Derek white is still playing 
he's gonna play the same amount of minutes. It's, it's like his minutes low doesn't increase. Um, the person who I saw the minutes like increase from it, I think, was more so like I said, uh, Keldon Johnson or and bringing Patty Mills maybe in, um, into the lineup and getting him more minutes. But with Popovich, you never know what he's gonna do either. Denver. I mean, if the game stays close, Jokic is always somebody that has a ton of ceiling. But, like, with Gordon being there now, too, it has definitely hurt Jokic's, like, overall ceiling. Oh, yes, definitely, for sure. It it, it has. Um, that's why, I I mean, I can see playing him today, but he's not my top stud to play for um, on the slate. But I, I would target more so, like, Michael Porter Jr. in this type of matchup even though he's a little priced up at 7100 but as that is if Murray's out uh Will Barton too is a great it's a great play too it's kind of hard to play Aaron Gordon honestly too um since he's come over from Denver because he's not getting um as many shots as he was before when he went with Orlando um so it's going to be interesting but he he's a good fit for tournaments definitely for sure and i also do like uh Monte Morris if uh, Jamal Murray sits. Um, you might even be able to still play him at 3,700. Um, depending on the minutes um, tonight, I got to see what, how he plays, how many minutes he plays tonight. But um, even on this game, um, on a back to back, I think he can play um, a good um, part in your lineup tonight with 3,700. Utah at Phoenix is where we finish out here. We have a 225 total. Uh, Utah favored by two injury news. Like both these guys really good um, teams, really good. Not a lot of injuries here. So that means like six guys are getting ruled out throughout the day in this game. Um, let's start with the jazz. I, I, I just look at this game and I'm like, there's going to be a lot of defense played in this game, but it's going to probably be the most competitive game on the slate. Um, what are we looking at here for Utah? See, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to anyone from this game, like you said, because it's going to be competitive, but it's going to be a slow-paced game. And obviously, in, in DFS, we want to target high-paced games, high high totals, um, teams that turn over the ball a lot. So this this game is probably going to be a complete scratch for me. But if I did have to play some people from the game, um, Rudy Gobert would be probably one of my top – one of my um, – go-to guys on this team and Donovan Mitchell. Um, that's really it. I could I can't even see myself playing Mike, maybe Mike Conley a little bit in tournaments, but that's really it. Just those three. I can't see myself getting to anyone else um, unless like one of the mothers, um, like one of those three sit that help us help value and other players elsewhere on the team. Phoenix, like, I don't know, man. This game, as as much as, like, this game is going to be, like, competitive, it's just, like, it's it's tough to play this game. Um, is there anything standing out to you for Phoenix? No, not at all. Um, yeah, not, not a single person. I mean, Booker's too expensive. Chris, they're all priced up. The only person that's kind of not – that's kind of – yeah, Aiden's at his salary. Only person maybe you could play maybe is Jake Crowder or Dario Saric because um, he's back. I mean, I mean, yeah, Dario Saric. Other than that, not really anyone I want to take a shot at on um, from this team. Like I said, this game is going to be kind of hard to roster anyone from there because um, of the price and the matchup. Yeah, I don't know, man. You just look at it and you're just like, 
this game is just eh. <laughs> yes I, I i want to i want to like this game so much more and like i don't play i play like one to three entries pretty much every night if i was running like 150 i would have some stacks of this game just because if i had to pick a game to like potentially go ot i would be like all right this game could potentially go overtime and stuff like that um but yeah, I just think overall, man, I just I can't get into this game. I can't get excited about this game as much as I want to. Yeah, um, I can't either. I've tried. It's it's hard to favorite. Let's let's get in the morning grind game, and then we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna use DraftKings pricing. Um, favorite play under five k to go seven x. Five K seven X. You think I would know this by now? Is this hard when you have when you get from the spot? Okay. Give me Bobon. That's a good. That's a good call. Um, goodness gracious. Sorry, I was, I I was trying to buy more time for you. Yeah, yeah, no, and and the thing about it is, I still can't see no one that I. Lo- that's what happens when you don't when you don't have anyone you like. But you know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a shot on here with um with um not knowing the news on how the Indiana game's gonna shake out. I'm gonna take a shot and go uh which is the holiday, which is Justin Holiday. I like him too. I didn't mention him. I forgot to mention him, but if 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 everyone else is out, he's definitely in a good spot. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? Terry Rozier. All right. Um, I don't know if I... I, I guess I'm going to go Devin Booker just because I really hope that oh, game yeah. just stays low scoring. Um, favorite 6X play. Sorry, I was looking at my sheet and I <laughs> mind blink for a second. No, you're fine. Uh Favorite six X play. Give me where is he? That was give me Kevin Porter Jr. I like it. Um I like it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Graham. I, I really like Devontae Graham today at that price. Um hoping that game just stays close. Um so yeah, I think that's who I'm kind of liking in that one. Let's get yeah, weird like GP. Real. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I, I should have used Bobon for this one. Yeah, that that would have been a good one for for this one. Um, my weird GPP play. Um, is going to be. Uh, actually, it's not. It's Smith. Ishmith is going to be my weird TPP player of the day. He's He played 21 minutes in the last game, um, and I don't expect Bradley Beal to play. So he's going to be different because everyone else is going to be targeting Raul Neto. Oh, man. I don't, is Wendell Carter Jr. get freaky? Like, is he – I get weird. So. I, Stevie, I'm going to tell you, I don't play him at all. I played him a lot of – like last year I played him so many times. And he just did not perform well for me, so he is completely weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. Like Trey's, like I'm not playing that guy. I'm out. Um, yep. No chance. Um, all right, game selection. Anything standing out to you here on FanDuel or DraftKings today? 
Um, I'm I'm looking on DraftKings right now. See the NBA 25K rotation uh, player where pays where $66 entry. Um, only 434 people um enter when you have and it pays 5K up top to first place. Um, and then also gives you 2,500 second and 1,000 and 1,500 third. So I think that's a good even uh, amount structure for paying out. All right. Um, I can't remember what I said yesterday. So I'm going to go low dollar today. Um, the NBA block over there on FanDuel, it's a $2 single entry tournament. If you're learning single entry, maybe you haven't been playing on FanDuel very long. Um, I think this is a great one to check out. Pay the pays a decent amount of the field. Somebody's going to turn two dollars into seven hundred if they take it down by themselves. It's a nine game slate. You're likely going to take it down by yourself. Um, so I do think that this is a good spot to continue to build your single entry. Keep working on a single entry. Um, you know, if you're not playing MME and you want to try to build a bankroll, not chasing those like very top heavy payout tournaments. Um, you know, check out these single entry tournaments. Check out that two dollar one, and you know, continue to get better for it. Um, over under against the spread. We don't have a ton of picks with this one today. We don't have a ton of lines out. Honestly, I'm looking at it and there's like nothing that stands out to me for the three lines that we have. Is there anything that's standing out to you here? Um, only thing I'm going to say is I'm going to go under on the spread for the Phoenix Utah game. <laughs> I like it. There you go. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, Dre? Um, uh, no, just pay attention to news tomorrow. Um, because that's going to be very important on the slate, um, especially going forward with NBA. And then I recommend if you can't be by your computer after lock, please don't multi-enter. Just just play single lineups because you can pretty much be wasting money down the drain. It is, it is, uh, man. It's it's it is it's, it's NBA it's season in April, year. so. That's going to wrap it up here for the NBA podcast for Wednesday. Uh, Will and uh, Justin will be on tomorrow. I'll be back next Tuesday for NBA, but baseball will be on all week. So hope everyone has a great Wednesday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.